Star Walker Studios presents Age of Gaming, your podcast dedicated to video games, present and future, and celebrating the journey of gamer culture from your mom's basement to the mainstream. This episode is brought to you by the patrons of Age of Gaming. Learn how you can support the show by becoming a patron at getjoyride.com slash ageofgaming. Greetings, gamer, and welcome to the Age of Gaming podcast. I'm your host, Lex Starwalker. Nikki joins the show today to discuss the games we've been playing lately. Hello, listener. Welcome back to Age of Gaming. Welcome to episode 10. And welcome back to the show, Nikki. Hi. So great to have you back. Yeah, it's good to be here. So I'm sure as our listeners have noticed, it's been a little while since the last Age of Gaming episode. And I do apologize for that. But Nikki and I have been super busy. And Nikki especially has been super busy. And I haven't been able to uh, wrangle her onto the show. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I really wanted Nikki to be on the next episode because I don't have a whole lot to talk about right now. And I wanted to have more of a conversation about the games that we're playing because I don't really have a game that I've gotten deep enough into that I can talk about it for 30 minutes uh, other than ones I've already talked about for 30 minutes. Yeah. (laughs) So, Nikki, we've both been doing some gaming, uh, mainly on the PlayStation 4, I believe. Mm -hmm. So I know you've got a list of games over there that you want to talk about. So what's the first game on your list today? Yeah, I've wanted to get back to PC gaming more, too. But the first game on my list is PS4, and it's called The Swapper. The Swapper. And that one is currently free on the PlayStation Plus store, right? Yeah, that's how I got it. Although, now that I play it, I would have paid for it. even Really? Yeah, if it was like $5 or something, I would have gotten it. Okay, do you happen to remember what the actual price is, is for it? When it's not on sale and no, it's not free. I don't remember. And it's kind of a bummer that they block it out if it's yeah. free to you. Yeah. So you can't even see how much you're saving. Yeah. I also don't like that they block it out once you've bought a game. It doesn't tell you what the current price is. Right. It just says that you've purchased it. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you. I wish it could be there because then I know for the future. So I've gotten Swapper 2 um, just because it was free. I, I get any game that's free. Um, but I haven't played it yet, so so tell us about it. Sure. The Swapper is a platform game, and it's a, also a puzzle game, though. So you have to go through the world and solve puzzles, which I kind of like those kind of games. So I was interested in it immediately. And the actual art style is pretty cool, in my opinion. It reminds me of those old claymation games Did you ever play a claymation game or a stop motion game, Lex? I don't think so. Not a game. I mean, I've seen stop motion like cartoons and stuff, but I've never played a game like that. I don't think. Okay. Well, the game that it reminded me of immediately is the Neverhood Chronicles. 
And it was this wonderful little point and click stop motion claymation game from about 1996. So it's pretty old, but I played it back then and I was enamored with the style of it just because it was so unique at the time. And I love uh, Wallace and Gromit. I grew up on shows like The Gumby Show that was claymation as well. And so when I noticed that the art style was made out of real world objects, I was drawn into it immediately. And the game itself has this story behind it that I didn't expect. I kind of looked at it and thought, well, 2D platformer, how much can there really be to it? And it turns out that there is a unique, mature story to it. And it takes place in space. So I know you'll like that, Lex, because you love space games. Yeah, and I, I like that there's a story to it, too. That's that's good. Yeah, yeah. And it's I don't know the rating, but it strikes me as an adult story. And I like that as well because I can kind of get into it more and take it a little bit more seriously. And as you go through the world, there are things that surprise me to it, not only gameplay wise, like you get uh, new abilities or you're kind of faced with a different obstacle that relates to your abilities. And I can't give too much away, but it is engaging. And I played for about three hours when I got it and I didn't even notice it. It felt like an hour to me. (laughs) But if you like games like Limbo and Braid, then I think you'll like this game. And I didn't play Braid, but I did play a bit of Limbo. And it does kind of have uh, that 2D platformer puzzle game feeling, like other 2D platform puzzle games. But this one is very atmospheric, I feel. Cool. Well, it sounds it sounds interesting. I'll definitely have to check it out. Yeah, totally. And you'll like that you get this experimental device and you can use it to clone yourself up to four times. So you have four little clones running around with you and that's how you solve the puzzle is by placing the clones in different spots and having them do different things. And it's kind of alarming though because when you kill a clone, which can happen, you hear this crunch of bones (laughs) and it makes me cringe like, oh no, I just killed one of my clones. Like it was a person. How could I do that? And I kind of like that to the game, too. It kind of gives you more of an emotional connection to what's happening. Cool. Well, the uh, the next game on our list is one that I've talked about before on the show, but I know that, that you finally played it a little bit, and that's uh, Infamous Second Son. So what, uh, what have you thought about that game so far, and how far in it are you? I am probably, oh man, I've played quite a few hours of it, but I just got to the big um, section of the story. I feel like that's that's the first big section. I just finished it. And I am level three, which I believe is Guardian, it's called. And I really love the game. Um, I finally can do the graffiti spray paint art. And so I really like that, of course, because I'm really into art. And I got to face some epic bosses in that game that were tough and it took me a while to figure out how to defeat them and kind of figure out what skills I needed to get in order to defeat certain enemies 
And it's funny because the first part of the game, I felt like in Seattle, it was always raining. It was gloomy and raining. I don't know if you remember that. And then you reach a certain part and suddenly it's sunny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's where I'm at right now. And I just finished the first big section of Seattle. Okay. So you're you're pretty early in it. Mm-hmm. I've played it a bit too. Uh, as I said on a previous episode, I have a few games that I'm kind of trying to focus on finishing because I I have so many games and they just keep piling up on my hard drive. And I really don't want to have to get a terabyte hard drive for my PlayStation. (laughs) So I'm I'm hoping to finish some games and and get them off of there. Uh, So Infamous is one that I wanted to finish and Diablo 3 was one that I wanted to finish. I don't remember what my percentage is. I know it was 85% a while ago, mm-hmm. but since then, I, I've made some some progress. I've been playing uh, a bit with the video powers. It took me a while to wrap my head around those because I, I think actually we talked about this last time you were on the show, Nikki. I, I haven't been playing the game enough that like every time I play it, I have to re-remember how everything works yeah. and what all my powers do. And so I finally wrapped my brain around video and I kind of felt like maybe I was missing something because I've heard people online say that video was their favorite power Mm -hmm. and I just don't really like it that much. Um, My favorite power right now is actually neon. Well, it depends what I'm doing. I like neon because neon's really great for taking out like the bad guys and stuff without accidentally hurting any civilians the ultra ability or whatever they call it for neon is is just like awesome it takes like everybody out and it doesn't do any collateral damage oh. um unlike smoke yeah <laughs> so i really like neon for most things it's also the best one for like getting around the city i feel like although video is pretty cool for that too but when it comes to taking out like the tanks and the helicopters i i still like smoke the best Because I don't know if you've gotten them yet, but eventually you get like basically you can shoot rockets and they're really great for taking out vehicles. Yeah, I just got that. Yeah, the neon equivalent. I mean, it's as powerful, I think, but it seems like it doesn't have as much range to it. Ah, okay. The video is cool and it's good for taking people out without killing them, too. But I don't know. I just don't like it as well as is a neon so i've at this point i've captured all of the zones of the city or at least all of the ones i have access to there might be more that i unlock later because i know in the beginning beyond where you're at now you actually have kind of like a boss fight and then after that there are more areas of the city that you can go take over okay um so there might be another one of those ahead of me because i'm still i think i'm at like 90 percent done or something so wow i mean it seems like I have like the final showdown with the evil bad lady and that's all that's left. Mm -hmm. But it seems like, you know, that's not enough for 10% of the game or whatever. So there might be another area I have to conquer or something. Yeah. (laughs) Now I haven't done all the zones a hundred percent, but I'm really close. Um, I haven't done all the secret agents because those are kind of annoying because you have to chase them. Yeah. Um, Although when I was trying to do those, I just had smoke. And I think with neon or or video, it will be like pretty easy to catch them. So I could go back and get those, but I don't really feel like it. And and there's also some of the audio files I haven't done because those can be kind of annoying to do, too. Um, And just like it's not like a skill. It's just tedious. 
You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, I don't mind when a game has like a skill challenge that I have to overcome. But when it's just like, are you willing to endure this tedious thing for long enough to complete it? It's like, yeah, no, I'm not <laughs> actually. Uh, I'm here to have fun. And, and there was one of the drones that I could not find. I think I tried for half an hour to find this drone mm-hmm. and I could not find it so oh, wow. i gave up but other than that i've literally done everything on the map wow and and i'm usually not one to try to do every single little thing mm-hmm. i tend to just do the things i i find fun but other than the secret agents and the uh the audio files i found most of the stuff pretty fun yeah totally i don't know i guess i don't really find the street art thing fun um but it doesn't take very long so it's easy to do <laughs> It's easy. I kind of like seeing the result. Like, yeah. I don't really know what's going going on at first because I haven't done graffiti. So the stencil art doesn't, you know, like I get it, but I can't envision what the end result will be until it happens. And then I giggle. So, well, like and it, it doesn't show you everything. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like it skips some steps, mm-hmm. but I would rather just see the end result. I wish you could just skip the whole animation and spraying the thing, but... <laughs> <laughs> And I know that I've destroyed every single cam- camera in the city because I got a, an achievement for that. And I've also maxed out my, I think it's called your Paragon level, mm-hmm. um, which I'm on on the light side of the force. And I actually did that pretty early. Like I've been maxed out for a while, which is kind of lame in a way. It's like, you know, it's right. like I'm, I'm like 80% or 75% through the game and I've already maxed out my level. Mm-hmm. Um but I'm still getting new powers because... No, I take that back. I've gotten all the video powers. I'm saving up points again for, for the next thing I get. Okay. So it's kind of lame in that way. It's kind of almost like Borderlands 2. It's like, oh, you've uh, you've beat the game, but you're only half of your level or whatever. <laughs> it's kind of like that. It's like, yeah. oh, you've maxed out your level, but there's still a bunch of game to play. But kind of the nice thing, though, about having your level maxed is now I don't really have to worry so much about doing evil things. I don't know if you can lose a level or not, but since I don't have to gain any more levels, I just have to, as long as I do more good than evil, I'm going to stay where I'm at regardless. Mm-hmm. So it's it's kind of fun. There's like, I, I don't know, you probably haven't encountered them yet, but there's these gangs, and I think the gangs... They're called like the Yakuza or something. Okay. And I think they're actually kind of helping you out because they're against the the DUP or whatever it's called. Mm -hmm. But I've been actually killing them. (laughs) (laughs) And you get evil karma for doing it, but it doesn't matter because I'm max level. So Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I've been killing them just for fun. Very nice. Yeah, I just wonder at that point how much motivation there would be to be good. You know, I would be like you and running around and doing evil things, I guess. Yeah, which I don't know. That that might have been intentional because I know uh, way back in the beginning when I first kind of reviewed the game that one of the things I don't like about the game is I don't like the black and white, you know, morality of the game. And I don't like how it's tied to your XP. Mm-hmm. And, and you basically from a kind of metagame you know, strategy point of view, you either want to be full bore evil or full bore good because whichever path you choose, doing things of the opposite, like actually slows your progression. So I don't like that. You could try to play a morally gray character in this game, but you would never gain any levels. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So I don't like that. So maybe, you know, having there be 
way more XP available in the game than you need is, is the way they kind of mitigate that. So even if you do go off the path, um, in the long run, it doesn't matter because if you're, you know, say you're full good all the time, you're going to max level like halfway through the game anyway. Yeah. So it seems like in the short term that it matters because it's like, oh, I'm losing XP. But since it only takes you half the game to get to max level anyway, you can dick around a lot and, <laughs> and still get there in time for the, the final battle. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, some of the uh, some of the boss battles are actually pretty challenging. Um, there's one I just did recently, and it was, I can't remember if it was right before or right after I got my video powers, but I was fighting the guy that, that had the video powers, and you're like fighting all these angels in this other realm. What? And yeah, it was, it was pretty intense. Wow. It was pretty challenging, because you're like on this like lava field, and you're having to move from platform to platform, <laughs> and... Every once in a while, all the platforms like sink into the lava and there's also limited resources as far as neon and smoke sources to charge mm. your powers. And so you're having to switch back and forth as you, you know, have sources that you can recharge from. Yeah. And uh, so it was it was pretty fun. Wow. That sounds like a totally different game than what I've been playing. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's the thing. Like, you have smoke powers right now, mm -hmm. and eventually you unlock neon powers, which is a whole nother suite of abilities. And and then you get to the point where you can switch just based on if you want your smoke abilities, you go drain smoke from something. If you want your neon abilities, you go drain neon from something. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it becomes a different game at that point because there's different ways that you can handle things based on what powers you have. Wow, that's awesome. Do you ever find yourself going to old zones with your new powers? Pro I mean, I don't. I usually am going after an objective, so I don't really pay much attention to like what area. Okay. I'm in, but then sometimes I'll just run around and like fight drug heads and stuff like that. So I'm, right. I'm sure I sometimes do go to old areas. Okay, very cool. And someday I want to maybe play it on Evil if I like the game enough just to see what it's like. <laughs> yeah, I tried Evil a little bit at the very beginning when I realized kind of how the morality thing worked and how you had to be one or the other. Mm -hmm. And I found it kind of tedious to always try to not kill civilians, you know, because especially with smoke, it, it can be hard when you're using your rockets and you're like taking out the tanks and stuff. It's like some idiot civilian will like walk right in front of the tank right after you shoot your rocket or something, you know. Yeah. Um, so I was like, well, maybe it'd be easier to do evil. And so I went and made another character. Well, didn't make another character. I started a new game and I tried evil. And it's really as far as difficulty, it's about the same. Because when you're evil, you don't have to worry about taking out civilians but then all the cops are always shooting at you oh, which okay. you don't deal with once you get a high enough paragon level as good like the cops like you and they don't mess with you yeah the other day i took out a cop thinking that he was shooting at me when he was shooting at a gang member or a drug dealer and i got uh evil credit and i was kind of like what what's going yep. on yep you can't okay. kill the police okay <laughs> that's a bad thing in this game <laughs> So yeah, but I didn't play it enough because there are certain abilities that you can only get if you're good and certain abil abilities you can only get as you're evil. So I didn't play it enough to see what those other abilities are for, for the evil side. Mm -hmm. But I have read people online who have said that they've done that 
and they're like basically the other abilities are cool but they're not like it's not enough to make it worth it playing the whole game again just to see these new abilities I mean, right you could just probably go on youtube <laughs> and find a video of someone showing off like all the abilities and that'd probably be a, a more time effective way to do it yeah i hear that <laughs> the next game that that we've both played is diablo 3 and I have finally completed the story on Diablo 3. And Yay. I've done some bounties in adventure mode. And actually, you helped me out with a couple of the bosses at the very end of the, the story. Because I was losing patience. I, I don't remember which boss it was that I... Oh, I think it was Adria, maybe, that I called you in to help me. Because yeah. I, I was doing the thing by myself. I was on Torment 2 with my wizard. And I literally had her health down to the point where you couldn't see her health bar anymore. It was like a tiny sliver. I probably just needed a few more seconds of my disintegrate beam on her and she would have been toast and she killed me. Aww. And that fight, I mean, it was like, it was probably at least 10 minutes that Whoa. I was fighting her because being a wizard, I'm all about like standing in one place like a turret and dealing mm -hmm. out damage. And she had a lot of stuff going on where I had to be running around all the time. Right. Or no, it wasn't her. It was some angel dude. Malthiel? Yeah, it was the angel with like the flaming wings. Okay. Yeah, it's the last fight. No, it wasn't the last, last fight. Oh, okay. Maybe it was. I just remember that there were like areas of fire on the ground I had to avoid and, and all this stuff. Okay. But, but anyway... um, I had to move around all the time to not die from all the area of effect stuff and everything. And so it was like it was really gimping like how my character plays because I, I couldn't stand and put out damage for very long. Right. Um, so it just took forever. And then I almost had him down and then I died. And I was like, there's no fucking way that I am going through another 10 minute fight to try to beat this guy again. <laughs> so I was like, Nikki, come over here and, and help me. <laughs> So then, of course, you know, when someone else comes in, it increases the difficulty. So I think we ended up having to go down to, to Torment 1 to beat it. But it took a lot less time with two of us than it, than it did me by myself. Very true. So I've done a couple bounties in Adventure Mode. And I don't really see this game holding my interest for much longer. The bounties in Adventure Mode, I mean, it's just the exact same shit you've been doing since day one of playing the game mm -hmm. um, and it's now it's the same maps and it's the same you know bosses and every like it's the same thing just recycled and you're not getting any new abilities with your character you're just getting these tiny like fractions of a percent bumps you know from right. your paragon levels and every once in a while you get some new piece of gear that gives you a little bump but it's like it reminds me of Endgame of MMO, only there's like no payoff. There's no raid that you're going to gear up and be able to do. You know, there's no, <laughs> there's like nothing. It's just like forever you're going to be doing the same shit and just getting these incremental increases. So um, I've done a few bounties and, and I've had fun with it. But every time it's like I get to a point where I'm like, okay, this is actually kind of boring. I mean, I'm just doing the same shit over and over. Unless I completely respect my guy every couple days with totally different abilities, you know, just so it feels different. It's mm -hmm. like, yeah, this is the same game I've played for how many hours right. <laughs> to get to level 70? I think I'm Paragon 18 now. I actually was in the Paragon levels before I 
finish the story. So what have you been doing in Diablo 3? I know you're still playing it. Yeah, I actually really like it. I mean, I think you have to really like the game and love the gameplay in order to play past the end because I agree with you, it's just recycled content, but you do get new gear. And so I kind of like the thrill of picking up a new legendary item or a new set piece and being able to collect those and make my um, character totally uber badass. <laughs> <laughs> I know, it's weird. And then like I, me, I will sit there and like color my outfit and stuff like that to get all the challenges completed. And I care about that stuff because I'm a total completionist. But I actually enjoy the riffs. And I don't think you've done one yet. No, that I haven't done yet. Okay. I don't know if you would like it or not, but it's just basically go in and sometimes it's a new zone in the way that it looks a little bit different than other places I've been. And um, I'm fighting, it seems like I'm fighting different monsters as far as the bosses. And it's just a mob of creatures. Like you just go in and you kill, 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 kill for as long as you can until you finish it. <laughs> and so that's kind of fun to me. I mean, it's definitely repetitive, but I just go in there every once in a while and kill things. And I think I'm Paragon level 82 now. Wow. Yeah. So. Is there a cap to the Paragon or does it just go forever? It seems like it goes forever, but I don't know if there's a cap or not. When you, um, you know, there's like four different areas of stats that you can bump up with that. Do you focus on like one stat in each area or are you putting points all over the place? Yes, I definitely focus. So have you maxed any of those out yet? No, I haven't. How close are you? Are, are they like halfway up or? I would say close to three quarters. Okay. So you're right. There must be a max. I'm guessing. Well, no, that doesn't mean there's a max. I mean, I, I'm just wondering how many Paragon levels, if you focus all your points on one thing, how many Paragon levels it takes to fill, fill that all the way. Sure. Like, for instance, if you're focusing on reducing the resource cost of your abilities, how mm -hmm. much, like, does if you're at three quarters and it took you 80, then I'm guessing it's like 100 or more Paragon levels before you'll get that maxed out and you can start working on another thing. Right. Oh, I see what you're saying. Because that's what I mean that like I'm, I'm pretty sure mathematically that's what you want to do because like the the increments are so small. Mm -hmm. It's like I've been working on armor and I think every point like raises your armor by like half a percent mm -hmm. or something. That it's like if you're spreading stuff out all over, it's not going to do anything. You know, yeah. it's like the only way like that armor is going to matter is if you can crank it all the way up to where you're adding like, I don't know, 20 percent or something. And then that's going to be a noticeable difference. But having, you know, 2 percent here and 2 percent there and 3 percent there, like it's not going to do anything for you, really. Yep, that was my logic, too. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. Um, part of it might be my class I'm playing or my build I'm playing because for me it's like everything it's just the same over and over and over again mm -hmm. it's like if assuming like things are a challenge at all I, I put up my time bubble which increases my attack speed I rain down ice whenever I can and the rest of the time I'm 
disintegrating things with my disintegration beam. And when I run out of arcane power, I use my magic missile for a little bit until I get arcane power back. And then I'm disintegrating again. <laughs> and whenever arcane form is up, then I'm in an arcane form and I'm blasting things. It's it's just mm-hmm. like every single battle is exactly the same. Sure. Um, it doesn't matter what I'm fighting. There's no real strategy um, the only strategy is with the boss fights, and then it's just basically don't stand in the shit, and you know sometimes you have to get behind him or dodge when he does something. Right. But yeah, and it's like after seventy levels of that, it and and now I'm going back to the same maps again. It's just kind of the same. <laughs> <laughs> I hear ya. I just I guess I just like the min maxing my guy and the gear that I get changes how I play. For instance, I might get an item that drops gold whenever I use a certain skill or something. I don't know. So then I, I will respect to fit that. And then there's ways that you can swap out different abilities on each piece that you have. So I like playing with that and figuring out, you know, a new build that way. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, I could get into that if there was a point. Right. You know, <laughs> if there is like an expansion where oh we're putting out this expansion and to do this content you need to be paragon level 50 you know to do it on easy mode i'd be like oh cool you know i'm gonna grind up to 50 so i can go see this new content you know sure which i guess there's the rifts but from the way you described them it doesn't sound like there's a whole lot to that like you're just on a little map that's kind of linear and you go from one end to the other and kill everything yeah yeah totally well that's the game (laughs) Yeah. I just described Diablo. <laughs> yeah. You're on a linear map. You go from one end to the other and kill everything on the way. Yep. And that is Diablo. <laughs> but people love it. And I mean, yeah, I love it. That might be the, the PS4 game I've put the most hours into. Wow. So even as much as I poo poo it, I, you know, I've wasted quite a bit of my life on it. So. <laughs> well, not everyone's going to like every game. You know, it just appeals to certain folks. And I kind of find it relaxing for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, it's pretty mindless. Yeah, exactly. You know, unless you are you just made a brand new character and you're figuring stuff out. I mean, it's pretty mindless. And especially now that, you know, there's no new abilities. Right. You know, the only time anything's going to change is if you get some awesome piece of gear that gives you some crazy bonus with some ability you don't normally use. And you're like, oh, I'm going to read. I'm going to change my build you know, to use like lightning now because I have a crazy bonus to lightning damage now, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I've been using fire spells. So, yep. so yeah. And, and that's something, but that's something I did as I was leveling up is every time I got gear, I tried to match my abilities to the gear, not because I really needed to, but just as a way to try different things and try different builds and different combinations of abilities and stuff. So there aren't really any abilities I have that I haven't used at some point, a little bit at least. Okay. Because I've tried everything. So Lex, do we have time for me to mention one more game that I've been playing? Uh, yeah, if you if you make it quick. Okay, it's a new game. It's Lego Batman 3. Oh my God. I know, I know. I'm crazy. I like the Lego games. Again, repetitive, kind of mindless stuff. Oh, I have to make a dishonorable mention at this point. Okay. So far in our PS4 history, at least for me, the worst buggiest game I've played on the PS4 was Marvel Lego. Oh, okay. Lego Marvel Superheroes? Yeah, that game was terrible. <laughs> there were so many bugs. I felt like I was playing a PC MMO. There were so many bugs in that game. <laughs> no, see, I love that game. game. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I loved uh, the Marvel Superheroes game, so I had to try Batman 3. 
and it's pretty fun and robin um is in it and i just played the demo but so far i kind of like the fact that each suit you get has a set of abilities and so or actually it yeah it, each suit you get has a different ability so you have to swap out your suits to solve certain puzzles oh yeah so, that's so, fun. so instead of like marvel where you have a million different characters you can play you're going to have a million different suits you, you can, can wear on. yeah <laughs> <laughs> exactly <laughs> and i don't the one thing i don't appreciate are the silly little jokes between robin and batman <laughs> oh my god i can just imagine <laughs> Especially if it's anything like the old Batman TV show. Oh, it's so terrible. It kind of is. <laughs> Awful puns. And, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Robin was the worst about his stupid puns and things he would say. Oh, I know. It's and terrible. Yeah, that's what happens in this game. But <laughs> I was a kid and every episode I hoped Robin would die. Oh, I, I don't know if you if you ever watch that show, but... I don't know if they, I think they did it every episode. They would end on like a cliffhanger okay. where like Batman and or Robin were like in some like terrible trap and they were about to die and it's like, oh no, what's going to happen? And then it would end and then the next episode would be about them like getting out of that predicament. And every time I always hoped that Robin would actually die because <laughs> he was so annoying. You're terrible. And he never did. Like he was such a liability. Like. You know, I've, mm-hmm. I've seen different versions of Robin and, you know, a lot of times he actually is kicks ass and stuff. But in that TV show, he was just always needed rescued by Batman and never really accomplished anything except making Batman rescue him. <laughs> <laughs> so far in the demo, it seems like Robin actually has insightful things to say and Batman just doesn't even pick up on what's going on. <laughs> So it's kind of an interesting role reversal. But the one cool thing that the bat, bat, the Batman, yeah, that the Batman can do is he can call all the bats to him. So it's kind of a cool animation that all the bats come flying to you and circle you. But yeah, I kind of want to buy it now. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> All right. Well, that is going to wrap up this episode of Age of Gaming. If you would like to reach us, you can email us at ageofgamingpodcast at gmail.com. You can find me on Google Plus. Just look for Lex Starwalker. And you can follow me on Twitter at Lex Starwalker. You can follow me at Nikki Starwalker. Please visit our website at starwalkerstudios.com. There you can find the show notes with helpful links. And you can also find our other great podcasts. If you enjoy Age of Gaming, we'd love it if you would help support the show and the studio. A great way to do so is to go check out our Patreon page and become a patron of the show. You can find that at patreon.com slash ageofgaming. We also have a donation button on our website if you'd uh, prefer just to give us a one-time donation. And also another great way you can help us out is to use our Amazon referral links in the show notes at starwalkerstudios.com when you shop on Amazon. So we will often have links on the games that we talked about that will take you to that game on Amazon. Um, If you use that link and then you shop on Amazon, uh, we will get some credit for it. And you don't have to buy the thing that we linked. You can buy anything. And so you can find all this stuff and more on the website at starwalkerstudios.com. So once again, we want to thank you very much for listening to Age of Gaming and for your support. We really appreciate it. Until next time, respawn and get back in there, gamer. 
This has been a Starwalker Studios production, your source for quality gaming and hobby podcasts. This episode's music provided by Clown Dubstep and Mind Cleaner. Please see the show notes for details at starwalkerstudios.com slash ageofgaming. Age of Gaming is made possible thanks to the support of listeners like you. Learn how you can become a patron of the show at getjoyride.com slash ageofgaming.